Hey, this is Jamie, and this is the Writing Trouble podcast, the podcast where I talk about something that has been a problem for me as I try to write full-time, and how I got over it, or or at least something that helped me try to get over it, whether or not I really got over it or not. I'm coming to you from Auckland on a particularly rainy and stormy day in spring, and today I want to talk to you about remembering that you are a good writer, and that's, I understand, quite difficult, especially if, like me, you were raised in New Zealand, where we're taught to um, bust each other down and especially never to be proud of oneself. Um, we've got this thing called tall poppy syndrome, where um, if you do really well at something, you kind of go, oh, it was it was nothing, or it was really a team effort, or uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, other people did something that was way better than what I did you know, that kind of thing. And it's really unhelpful in some ways, because when you actually do succeed at something, you don't know how to celebrate it. So this week I had an exciting thing happen. One of my books got to the number one spot in a particular category. I got a little um, orange tag on Amazon that says number one new release, and it's really exciting, and I don't know what to do about it. Like, I was happy for myself. But I also didn't know how to express that, really. How to celebrate being happy with something that I'd achieved. So, and oh, and the other thing is, too, that this all ties into imposter syndrome. And I don't think I've met anyone who has never experienced imposter syndrome. But it's especially hard when you're a writer and you're, or any kind of creative. Because you're putting yourself out there in quite a vulnerable personal way. So it's really easy for your brain to kind of tell yourself that um, what you're doing is wrong or that you don't know what you're doing or that other people can do it better than you. Which again is a very unhelpful thing that brains can do, especially if you've got an anxiety brain like I do. More on that another time. So, okay, here's the thing. What I've started doing this year, because I want to be a writer so bad and my brain does this thing where it moves the goalposts and I don't know if you've ever experience this but it's sort of like okay I was like okay I'll be a real writer when I've finished a novel manuscript okay so I wrote a novel manuscript and I finished it and then my brain said no you're not a real writer until it's published by you know a traditional publishing house so okay so shop it around and people looked at it and said no what do I do now I can't be a real writer without getting a, a contract from a publishing house, right? And then I thought, well, no, because self-publishing exists. What if I self-publish it? Will I be a real writer as soon as I've published a book on Amazon? And my brain said, no, no, not until you've got a paperback in your hands. So, okay, so I put it in as a paperback. I got it printed. This is uh, the start of the year, late last year. I had a paperback in my hands. And my brain said, well, it's got typos in it, so it's it's useless. So, okay, so I went through, I fixed the typos, and I fixed them up, and I submitted them to Amazon, and the new books don't have the typos. They're much better. I should have edited it in the first place. Um, and my brain was still saying to me, no, you're not a real writer. There's still more that you could do. You could be winning awards. Um, you could be on the New York Times bestseller list. You know, people could have heard of you schools could have asked you to come and talk as a published writer you know none of that has happened so therefore you're not a writer okay so I'm sure as you've been listening to the story you have been arguing with me and I hope you have 
because it is stupid. It is stupid for my brain to do that to me. And once I realized it was, um, I was able to confront it and I was able to start doing things that would counteract that narrative because it is a narrative. It's an anxiety based one and it's a fear of change one and it's a, um, tied into a breaking myself down one. It's a nasty thing and I don't like it and I don't like doing it to myself and I, I do it without thinking. So here's what I started doing. And this is something that I learned, um, back in my last full-time job. Um, I had a mentor and he was, he is, he's still alive. Uh, he is a very fantastic person who's really supportive and kind. And he said to me, cause I was complaining about how much I hated doing performance reviews. I was like, I hate how you have to think up examples of stuff that I've been good at. I'm terrible at remembering. He's like, well, why do you have to remember? Open up a Google doc or a word document or a, you know, start a notebook and write down at the time when you've achieved something. So um, in that context, I was a tester. So maybe it was like we delivered a big, uh, we delivered a big project and it went out live or, you know, I helped someone out with something and they were really grateful. Little things. And I would just keep it over the year and update it every time something neat happened or when someone said, hey, you know, thanks for helping out. That was really useful. Or, you know, we all worked together on this project and you were really invaluable. That kind of thing. If you heard a jingle just now, that's my cat Mochi. She wants to go outside, even though it is horrible. So I apologize for that. There's background noise. So, um, so what I'm saying is that if you can keep a record of when things are good, then you can go back and look at it. And it works for, it works for performance appraisals. Highly recommend it for that. But it also works for writing. So what I do is in my bullet journal, I have a page called I am a writer. I specifically put it up there because I have some trouble sometimes claiming that as part of my identity. And anytime someone gives me any little bit of praise about one of my books or my writing, I will make a note of it in there. And it could just be something like, you know, my editor saying, oh, I really enjoy these books. Or it could be someone saying, hey, um, as happened yesterday, I read your book and cried on the bus because I was so invested. Because that's a, I mean, obviously I don't necessarily want to be making people cry, but that's a real reaction someone's had to my writing and it's really, really flattering. So I've got this double page spread where I make little notes every time someone says something really nice about me. And then when on those days when I'm feeling really shit and that I'll never make it and that I'll never be a writer, I can open up that page and I can look at it and think, well, okay, I can't be that bad, right? Now, the other thing I do, and I don't know if this will work for you, but if you have someone close to you in your life, a partner or a best friend or someone that you see quite a lot, it can be really tempting to talk yourself down around them. And what me and my partner do is that we catch that out in each other and we make each other say something. So if I go, oh man, um, this just happened. Someone just messaged me and said that they were moved by my, by my writing or I just got a, re- uh, you know, I got a good review. She was okay. And why is that? And there's only one response that she will accept. And that is because I am a good writer. And because I say that out loud, you know, it does something in the brain where it extra cements it and it makes it a bit more real. The more you talk about yourself this way, the easier it becomes. And the more you're killing that little voice inside you that says you're not good enough. So I highly recommend it. And you can use this for anything. If you don't think you're very good at your job, anytime you um, complain to someone, 
about it. No, that's wrong. It's you're not complaining. Anytime you say, hey, this cool thing happened at work, your, your other person can say, and why is that? And you can say, because I'm good at my job. Now, it sounds super simple, but once you've done it a few times, you'll see how powerful it is because you will resist saying that about yourself. I know I do. I don't want to say out loud I'm a good writer. That's embarrassing or it's not, you know, it's arrogant or whatever. But when you can do it, and if you've got someone especially who's going, no, no, what's the answer and won't give up until you say it, it's really powerful. And then you can feel really good about yourself, which is always a good thing. Why you feel good about yourself. So the other thing is that you can, um, so you've got your thing, you've got someone telling you that you're good or making you say it. You've got um, a, a document or a list or somewhere, something somewhere of praise. And the other thing is just reflect back on what you have in fact achieved because my brain also does a thing where it makes me forget my successes. So I can go back and go, well, okay, I had um, two books published under one name. I had another book published over here and I've just put out another one. That's pretty, it's a pretty big achievement, right? Or I've paid people to do editing and um, book cover design. So I'm employing people, which is pretty cool because they wouldn't have that money otherwise. Or um, what about that time? that I wrote a 200 word role playing game and a whole lot of strangers thought it was good. You know, it's that kind of thing. You can forget quite easily, but if you, if you force yourself to remember, it can be really comforting because, you know, you have achieved things in your life and you shouldn't forget that. You should embrace it instead. So here's your homework for me, from me. Don't give me homework. I won't do it. Here's my homework for you. Open up a document. Um, it can be in Word. It can be a Google document. Anywhere that you're going to see it regularly enough that it's easy to open and find. Maybe it's a OneNote. Maybe it's a note in a notebook. Um, carry around a notebook. Whatever. Whatever works for you. Find a way to record when cool shit happens. When, when you do something cool. When you help someone out. When you achieve something. When you get good feedback. And just start recording. And it doesn't matter how small it is. It doesn't matter if it's just, you know, I got a smile from someone because I said good morning. You can start tiny. It doesn't matter. The more you add to it, the more you'll recognize how many successes there are in your life. And that's super important, especially to kick back that little anxiety um, voice in the back of your head. If you have one, which I'm beginning to believe everyone does at some level. So that's it. That's uh, that's this week's writing troubles. Keep writing, keep creating, and I'll be happy if you keep listening too. Kakite.